Give me a go, no go for launch. Just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. I was gonna say something that was not true. I, I don't know why we do these. Let's make film history. We are go for launch. Hey everybody, here we are, post-Oscars. Man, that was that was quite the show. Uh, we're here to talk about it. I'm Terry. We've got Zach. We've and, got and, be and below us we've got the Daniels that joining <laughs> us just from their award. No, 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 no. The Todds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, oh. just, it says it's just Irish. Todd. Irish. I Irish. <laughs> what a freaking amazing award show. <laughs> oh. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. You know, you gotta you gotta support the Irish, and all we get is uh, an Irish goodbye, and they cut him off. <laughs> He gets happy birthday saying, and he can't even accept his award. Oh, that's, that's, that's a My big question from the night is who's paying royalties on that happy, happy birthday rendition? That's what I wanted to know. Hell yeah. First thing I thought of there. Yeah. So uh, coming off the Oscars, I... big night for everything, everywhere, all at once. Big night for All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Not a big night for Elvis. Yeah. Elvis, shut out. Banshees, shut out. Uh, I want to know half okay, of the best picture nominees shut out. A so nice night for cocaine beer. I posed a question yes. on on a on a short video we we did. Uh, is this the biggest haul for best picture ever? Because it was picture, director, screenplay, editing, three acting wins. I don't think that's ever happened. I was looking back on the waterfront had two acting wins and and screenplay, director, picture. I don't and editing. I don't think any movies ever had three acting well, wins and i think i heard this is the, this is the third time there's been three acting wins for the same movie the other two were network and, and uh, network didn't win picture and three car named and street car named desire and so it's the first time yeah exactly yeah, so yeah so it is so it is the 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 most impressive haul and it, i think it's interesting they put editing almost last there was the like a, the what the fourth to last award which or fifth to last award they never do that because that was the one thing that was holding it back from being just obvious what was going to happen the rest of the night. Top Gun should have won that. Yes. We were talking about in our our predictions that sound and editing go kind of have been going hand in hand. It didn't do yeah, that this year. But, but it was everything everywhere. I mean, for a while there. Okay. So let's let's kind of walk through the ceremony. I, I think I think it, it, it's fair to do because I, we kind of went through some some lulls and some highs and as we were going along, I fell asleep. Of well, you shocker! You fell asleep during half the movies that were nominated tonight. So that's true. probably a three star like like broadcast for you though, right? Yeah, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I mean, it was um, kind of like Avatar two. I fell asleep and I woke up and it didn't seem like anything. It seemed like it was the same scene. So. Perfect. I don't think I missed a whole lot. I feel like a lot of this ceremony was just backlash and reaction to how horrible they had been doing for all of the fans uh, in pre previous years. Um, we didn't have a host before, or we had three hosts that oddly shared it and it didn't work well. Uh, they, we didn't have all the awards presented. We were making fun of the fact that nobody was went and saw the movies. That wasn't tonight. I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a great job. His opening monologue, I thought, was pretty funny. There were some, there were some clunkers in there, but you know he has to get his little zingers in. And, yeah, what uh, was with the, the Babylon hate? Come on, Jimmy, that was <laughs> that was a little harsh. 
Okay, I, but it takes talent to lose two hundred million dollars. It's a true. It's you a true can't story. do that with true a limited story. vision. That takes ambition. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but I mean, uh, he uh, he did. They're not wrong. He did a very a very uh, a very good job just starting off the show. Like, um, do you think the Daniels could lose two hundred million dollars on a movie? Like, I'm sure now someone would give them two hundred million dollars, but they could never make a movie for two hundred million dollars. At least not before tonight. Well, yeah, my guess is they're probably going to be directing one of the new Avengers films. So, oh my God, please. That's the that's the pathway yeah. for best director winners these days. The next Doctor Strange Rock. movie. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah. So the the uh, the award show starts off, and the first couple awards. By the way, I love the. Uh, we're gonna give supporting actor first, just in case Judd Hirsch dies. That was pretty good. I, I love that was that was a good joke. Well, or or that might have been Tom Cruise, you know, in his. Or that might have been Tom Cruise. Mask. Yeah. See, I thought they were gonna pay off who was in that bear costume because, like. I don't know. I mean, it, it could have been Tom Cruise. It could have been, like I was saying, Zach Eady. I mean, he's about the right height. I don't know. Like, didn't there were have... some possibilities. When didn't we have a bear costume discussion during our power rankings of best bears in movies? Like, I feel like that was a point that we brought oh, up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we talked about the Wicker Man. We talked about the Shining. Brandon yeah. Gleason in the Killian Murphy movie. Um, they didn't make Re any Re jokes about Pluto. that. Yeah. Where, where, yeah. Where, where were those jokes? Okay. We just, had a, we just had a bear. Nastasia next to, a bear which didn't talk, standing next to Elizabeth Banks, who could hardly talk. <laughs> I, don't I, don't know, I don't know what the point of that was. So I, I could. All right, we missed a big one when we did our bears in film and TV that I thought of <laughs> while watching Cocaine Bear up there, and that is Conan's masturbating bear. That was our missed. I don't know what that is. You don't. Yeah. Oh, you don't know what. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. Just this like we don't know who Billy Eichner is. Like none of us. Every know. now and then he has. <laughs> or who? Or, or Billy Pruitt? Who <laughs> went to? No, it's not Billy Pruitt. That sounds. That sounds like a like a like a pitcher for the Royals, like twenty years ago or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, all right, you'll you'll have to look it up. It was a thing. Like he he would have just this guy in a in a bear costume. Uh, was this a cut scene out, from Grizzly Man? Like it didn't make a, the cut. In a masturbating diaper bear, and masturbating uh, to a bear. Yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a the whole masturbating thing. Masturbating bear crashes Conan's party. The first clip that came up here. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a thing. I mean, it's a thing like his like he did his string dance and stuff. So anyways, you guys are ridiculous. All uh, right. Well, Brandon Fraser just won an Oscar for playing a masturbating whale. Is that close? <laughs> that is that is very true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was and waiting for Jimmy wait, wait, to get. It, would you say he's a sperm whale? Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for Jimmy Kimmel to get up See, there. We're going to lose uh, two hundred million viewers, yeah, not yeah, dollars, yeah. with that sort of dirty. Humor, hey, we just Adam. crossed eighty thousand views on YouTube. Congratulations to us! Way to go, I, guys! So I was waiting for Jimmy Kimmel to give the joke after Brendan Fraser won and said, "Man, Polly Shore must really feel like crap now. <laughs> they both won." <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking he might have been in the bear costume. He probably should have been. That's that's really what it should have been. What about it Will was, Smith it was in the what bear five costume? minutes before Polly Shore came up? I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That was my number one long shot bet was Polly Shore was gonna be at the ceremony and they just like talk about him for two minutes and he wasn't even there. So okay, we got Zach Eady, Polly Shore, uh Will Smith. 
I said Navalny was in the bear costume. That's who my money. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Yeah, oh, I, I think it. I think it was uh, Aaron Gomez from uh, from Hustle. That's possible. Yeah, well, I mean, he should have been a best supporting actor nominee. I honestly thought it could have been Matt Damon. I mean, that would have been totally <laughs> within the realm. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing sure it probably wasn't wasn't Peter Dinklage. I think that's one we could probably yeah, knock off the list. That, I mean, yeah, that would that would be impressive if it was. It could have been Peter Simonishek though. Peter Dinklage well, that's and <laughs> and Peter Simonishek. Greg Kinnear. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, uh, and Rory Kinnear could have played it without the costume. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let let's move on from from the cocaine bear. So the so the the show starts. Easier said than done. I know, right? The show starts and we get the supporting acting Oscars out of the way. Hee Kwan wins, which we all knew was going to happen. And then Jamie Lee Curtis pulls it out. Zach, you predicted it. Yeah, you were wow. one of like two or three that predicted it in our two. Oscar challenge. Yeah. Um, is it, I mean, you know. is it the worst performance to win an Oscar that we have seen in our lifetimes? Like it, it really is coming down to that possibility, right? <laughs> Uh, I would have liked for um, Angela Bassett to win uh, if we're doing a lifetime achievement award. It was it it was pretty amazing. Her speech was pretty amazing too. It was, I've won an Oscar, Mom. I've won an Oscar, Christopher Guest. I've won an Oscar. I we can see that you won an Oscar. You don't need to give us a direct address, but if you want to say good I'm, Jamie Lee Curtis movie, go see True Lies. Go see Halloween. How about That's House Arrest? How about Christmas with the Cranks? Those are better performances than Hot Dog Fingers. No, see, I tweeted out... Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah, see, that's actually a good good movie. Yeah, Yeah, screw screw you, Adam. That is like... I'm saying that's a good movie. What was it saying? Okay, wait. Screw you, Zach. Hold on. It's 2023. (laughs) Are we allowed to do a 20-year deep dive of Freaky Friday? Because, low-key, I could do that right now. Let's just screw the Oscar stuff. I I could do a deep dive of it right now. I mean, we won't, but we should at some point. Just saying. Anyway, oh, okay, here's what I tweeted out. I said, Janet Lee's greatest acting moment, Marion and Psycho. Jamie Lee Curtis's greatest acting moment, Hot Dog Fingers. Great job, Oscars. You did it. Yeah, and what did I say? It was uh, it was the, uh, the what's his name? Victor Slezak in uh, Bridges, Madison <laughs> County. County. I love that. Yeah, Where, I, don't know yeah, I mean, it was like the it. one obviously awful performance in a movie that's filled with like pretty good performances. Yeah. Or uh, great performances. A, did we do that as a power rankings? Bad performances in movies were other, the other ones. Well, yeah, we did. We did uh, worst performances in four star movies. Oh, that. I guess that's that. sort of similar. That. Yeah, but, and that was your number one. And if it wasn't going to be your number one, I was going to yell at you. Yeah, but, like Cameron Diaz in the Kings of New York. And stuff like I think we all yeah, agree yeah. That, that, that that guy was awful in yeah, Bridges, Madison County. Good, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis winning was like a bad omen but then after that they pretty much avoided all the categories that everything everywhere had a shot in yeah, that was smart for like two hours so yeah. that we all would uh we, we all would think like oh yeah now we got like four awards for all quiet on the western front well i'm an idiot of course i've had a couple of these too but uh um space dust <laughs> space dust and oh did we do a what we're drinking stuff. segment or what we oh, have yeah, yeah. drank all day time out folks <laughs> for the last what are we hours? drinking now folks what have we been drinking? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do the we'll do the uh, Daniel Craig Bond uh, like twenty minutes into the movie thing, of, uh, like, like opening <laughs> credits. Yes, or like the department. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? <laughs> Space dust, cranberry juice, Elysian. 
I've got a, I've got a dead guy. Oh, dead yeah, guy. it's not yeah. an Irish, an Irish death dead guy though. No. Yeah. Oh, I should have had some Irish death. You're right. That it's was the missed opportunity of the day. Yeah. Well, I but, told Todd yeah. uh, if, uh, if anything other than the movie, I didn't want to win one. I would be drinking wine and drinking water. Of course. So anyways, it starts out and everything everywhere takes those big two awards and we're like, okay, it's just going to win everything. But yeah, you're right. Then they avoided everything that had a shot in. Were you a little surprised that Kiwi Kwan didn't thank Steven Spielberg? I was expecting a, 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 a that I thought that would like end his speech. Like he, he thanked his parents. He thanked his wife. He thanked the Daniels. And then it was going to be, but most of all, thank you, Steven Spielberg. What, what happened there? Well, honestly, I don't remember what he said. We were recording a live video. So yeah, that's was, true. I don't remember well, what he said. He also didn't thank Pauly Shore, but but yeah. I, I was surprised that Great Tom point. Cruise wasn't there. Like he was like a yeah, bonus, supposedly the king that? of the Oscar luncheon. Like what was he not doing? What was he doing? He didn't want to take the Scientology jokes. Reshoots of uh, <laughs> of Dead Reckoning. That's what I say. Yes, but I mean, I guess he. I mean, you know, if he knew he wasn't going to win, maybe. I don't know. Del Toro knew he was going to win, though. That's the thing. Yes. Can we talk about that? So is this a thing now? We're in the war that, you know, is minus 10,000 that Pinocchio won. We're just going to put the director backstage. Like, let's just screw the whole walk up. You know what? We all know what's winning. Who are we kidding? Let's just put him backstage. I like that idea. It's like the yeah. pitch count in baseball. Let's let's move along, okay? Pitch count, pitch. It, 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 the clock is helping. Let's speed the let's speed well, it up. So let's they get just like group together, faster. like two of the most important awards, like actor and actress, and and the sport and actress, sport and actress. Like I mean, it was weird. I mean, it moved it along really fast, but they they, they were rapidly coming in. Like, and that's not the way that we normally get uh, the Oscars. Every other award show, maybe. Well, and I feel like they did that for a couple reasons. One. So that Troy Kotzer could sign what he needed to sign and would have someone else there with him. And two, because we didn't have a Will Smith. Yeah, but we all, I mean, okay, so we all, as in I knew, when I saw that Halle Berry was going to be uh, a presenter, I was like, yeah, she's presenting Best Actor or Actress for she's taking Will Smith's spot. I mean, I knew that. And as soon, but, as, I knew, and as, soon as I realized it, I knew Michelle Yeoh was winning. Because, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. but... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's the Barbara Streisand presenting to Catherine Bigelow thing. You know, it's time, whatever. But, yeah. but, but it also had the possibility of the Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Anthony Hopkins thing, which would have been, I mean, even more epic, epic than that one. Wait, who presented Best Director? Um, why wasn't who... it? Jane, why wasn't it Jane Campion? She wasn't there. I don't know. I don't even remember who, who presented director. I don't was time out. I'll go back to the footage. Let me see who we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who must have made quite director? an impression. It was before yeah. actor actress. I don't know. Yeah. I forget who was left at that point. Uh, uh, it is it wait, wait, who is that? Hold on. Yeah, wasn't it Nicole Kidman? Uh, looks like Nicole Kidman and uh, is that Idris Elba? No. Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba. Nicole Kidman and Idris Elba were together. Live footage. Okay. Anyway. Um, well, why yeah. didn't she check give out her, her short AMC videos? Speech. By the way. <laughs> yeah, 
that joke well, was that actually was a hit great, really hard. That was a great, that was a great joke. joke. Like Danny Trejo is really screwed. But it only hit for the people that go to AMC, which it wasn't me. I yeah. just point everybody knows that. that I would have been completely in the dark if we hadn't talked about that like two months ago. I would have I never really, known what that was. Can we tell our three viewers that when we were thinking about who was going to present each award, Todd said Dwayne Johnson for best picture, and the first award was Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Well, you blew that one." <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good I, call by me. My but... thought was like, "Hey, it's the Jungle Cruise crew." But from like but three years Harrison ago. Ford was supposed to be presenting with Glenn Close, so would they have two people out there for Best Picture? They've never done that before, at least as far as I. Best Picture, yeah, they have. Best Picture, they blew it. They blew it. La La Land. Uh, Nicholson and the First Lady, <laughs> Michelle Obama, oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, the La La and Michael Douglas. Matthew. The La La Land. <laughs> yeah, the La La, La La Land. I think Jimmy Kimmel partially presented. Yeah, whatever. Either way. But the best part is, is that Harrison Ford and Glenn Close would have been back on screen in Air Force One. And <laughs> I was wondering Peterson. that. Have they been in a movie together? I guess yeah, Air Force, Air Force One. One. And yeah, Wolfgang that, that was, Peterson has was, just passed away. It would, it would have been a tribute yeah, to Air Force thing. One, the greatest that movie. That is a great Adam point. I'm sure you're the only one that made that well, point, Adam, but that's why we have you here. I saw today said that Glenn Close, who was was supposed to be reuniting with uh, Harrison Ford or whatever, I think it was good that John Travolta got the in memoriam when two of his very famous co-stars were yeah. in the in memoriam. That was, that, that was a good moment. And him tearing up was, was pretty... Was yeah. pretty touching. That too. was a very genuine moment. Like yeah. I think sometimes, sometimes people tear up, and it's not, it's not the most. Ge- that was very genuine. Like I was prepared to tweet out a joke that, hey, maybe Adele Dazeeb is in the R.I.P. But then when he actually started crying, I'm like, no, that's mean. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's still kind of funny, but. <laughs> well, and then and then he he said he. he went to incomparable Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, he's going to butcher his name. He's going to, but no, he said it right. Okay, good. Lenny, <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, man. He's one of the real MVP candidates for this ceremony. That was, that was a great performance. I still don't like how they cut away during. It was Michael. odd that they cut away it, but it was like, it gave you time to reminisce about, you know, but they cut away Fletcher. during James Conn and Ray Liotta though. That's the thing. Well, okay, see, I have some And they ended on the former president of the academy, not not on one of the I think they did away with the hierarchy, okay? They didn't do the thing where they build up to the biggest person because the last person was Raquel Welch. Now, granted, when Raquel Welch... No, it was the former president of the academy was the last one. Was it? After Raquel Welch. It went went James Caan, Raquel Welch, and then the president of the academy, yeah. Well, I'm crying out some red flags here because the last person was the president of the academy, and the second to last person was the one who presented Best Actress with Phil Donahue. So we have a conspiracy here. They are only showing preference to people affiliated with the Oscars in their in memoriam. But that's the least of the, uh, you know, (laughs) credibility faults with this organization. Uh all right well i i got nothing well cool <laughs> <laughs> i think it's but, it's, it was a definitely a different experience this year than most of the years this is officially the fourth time that todd and i've actually watched the oscars together and yeah it's been a, it's been a fun time we've actually went the, can I, shorts on youtube too drunken shorts it's been can fun. i can, can i interrupt for a second you guys are giving off very strong vibes of like Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah talking about their night out in Superbad. That's what I'm like. Are you going to punch his balls, Adam? Like that's what I'm kind of seeing here. We got right in. <laughs> I, got, I got right in there. 
Oh, it's not in right. the basement. That's the only problem. So was was there a time during the ceremony where you said, "Wait, all quiet's gonna win the whole thing"? I did that. I and texted, then I texted that. you that you're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> there was a point when I thought that there was a possibility, and that's when it had the shocker of winning production design. Yeah, that's that. That's that was true. when I was like, "Oh." It could really win like all of these, and then it lost screenplay like two minutes later, and that was a problem. Yeah. Well, I, and and it went back to back production design and score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's I, when I, you had to be like, wait a second here. I, I for sure thought that Babylon was winning the best score, but I realized that watching the ceremony, All Quiet at the Western Front is a top 10 2022 movie. And I will say this now that Terry. Please take out the stranger and put all quiet <laughs> well, in at the number yes, nine spot. Let's relitigate the almost sideways awards. That's what we're here hearing for. the score, and you're like, "Wow, that really is a great score." <laughs> the score. I was amazing. thinking about how you loved the score, Todd. It, it does kind of grow on you. It feels kind of like a video game score a little bit, like how you said Speed is a video game score. I feel like this is a video game score as it's well. It's definitely like a Doom or Gears of War type well, of it, movie. It, it's, it's, it's like a horror movie, like dread-inducing thing. It's not a war movie it, score at all, but it puts you in the mood of that movie. And it is, and you, you can't get that out of your head. I, I, I love that score. It was my favorite score of the year, and I'm so happy that it won. But I, I'm also pleasantly surprised that it won because I, I honestly I predicted it, but I was also kind of still shocked that they went for it. I think Babylon but, is great. I, I, on the way over to Todd's house, I was listening to the Babylon score. I was like, man, this is amazing. I love the the Fudu song that they have there too. It's it's a great Justin Hurwitz score there. So uh, disappointed that Babylon didn't win though, but I, I can't fault. See, it. that's the thing. Babylon is the best score. Yeah, I mean, I objectively, Babylon is the best score. I mean, I even saw a, a preview this morning on on Facebook where it was a commercial for the Oscars and they were playing the Babylon score. Well, I it, it everyone knows it's the best score. It's just it was not the movie. I don't know, man. That that music from Everything Everywhere All at Once was really moving. <laughs> That was that was great. Music oh yeah, that, that as well. song was super memorable. <laughs> but no, I mean, so what? What I was telling Adam earlier was that okay. So the everything or no, the uh, the all quiet score is it has that simple, like that. Like that is that is like the Social Network. That is like Jaws. That is like the, these ones that have like that hook, that very short hook that is going to rem- like you're going to remember forever. And, and that's why it won. I mean, it doesn't matter about all the other, the rest of the music throughout the whole movie. I and think sometimes kind of, that's good enough. It kind of feels like like a Terminator ripoff from like the mid 80s, like with, with <laughs> Dolph Lundgren or something. I mean, it doesn't what? feel like. Zach, you're high. <laughs> you're obviously not drunk. <laughs> yeah. How well, do you go from dun 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 Terminator. I don't know. But we were we did have this conversation where great scores could be like hummed or you know riffed on as you're like you can like talk them out. And I think as Todd pointed out, I mentioned three different John Williams scores like Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Star Wars what was the last John's. one. Ken John's Todd's great okay. score. Of that's, all a, time. that's a great. That is a great score. Yeah. But, but again, you said Terminator as well. But those are all scores you can actually like talk or hum out. And I think All Quiet feels 
it's like up there with one of those kind of scores where you can actually do the same thing. You can hum it out or, you know, in, in almost like a close encounters way. It's yeah. not a bad score. And I mean, well, it is, but it's for a good movie. So <laughs> I support it. I think the real moment of the night for All Quiet was when our boy Felix went on stage. And Dude, it looked Felix. like he, he, shout out to Felix. I know he's watching right now. Hey, Felix. Uh, Almost sorry, his word. Nominee. 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 Yeah. Close he winner, went, actually. He went from the Pinos to the Oscars. I mean, that's impressive. You, you don't see that a lot. Actually, we kind of see it all the time. But in Felix's case, it's interesting because it was his first movie. And I don't know if he sh- if he showed his ID at the Oscars or not, but he looked a little was a little underage. I did make a joke about this with Todd. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if they said Todd Field nominated for the Oscars but snubbed at the almost sideways awards? <laughs> the yeah. Pinos? It was a very... <laughs> here, here's, a, here's a category we're talking about here. We're talking about score. Oh, yeah. There we go. Not the, this is not the Pinos. Just so this, this, is not, no. this is not we, the almost sideways awards. We did not, we did not nominate not... Sun Lux. We did not give a Pino to original score. We didn't even have it as a category. We should, though. That, we I should, a, actually. A good case for it. I, I think, yeah. Next, I, I had mentioned summer, that. Like, summer, like we, 20, do, we do the, the, the music categories. But and, it's so obvious. We all think that the same film should win, so maybe it's a stupid idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't There's know. such a fine line between brilliance and stupidity, you know? What's that from? That's from a Brilliance, movie. stupidity, almost sideways. In yes. Yes. <laughs> So uh, so, all, all right. quiet end up with four awards, right? Four. We had cinematography, production design. <laughs> that adds up to six. <laughs> That's up to and six. And, and it had four pinos. four Oscars and two pinos. Two pinos. That, that is true. Yeah. Best director. I like that. adapted screenplay. Can, can we name that a, a combination of Oscars and pinos? What would be the all time winner? We think the Departed. Probably no, not the Departed. In the bedroom could be up there. No, everyone's on the Oscars. One, zero Oscars. Oh, well, Todd Field is like over Oscar 58 expert. with Oscars now. So we okay, can't be well. thinking about that because if we go back and retroactively give them, we're going to try to set a record with a movie, and just just think about that as we're doing it. I think it's a provocative question, and I think uh, The Departed would be up there. The Departed. Okay. I think yeah, this. I would is, vote everything number one. Yeah. Here's some of the interesting stuff of the night. We only had three films win multiple oscars with everything everywhere all quiet and the whale yeah i don't think anybody saw that coming well uh, i can think of a podcast that all four of them predicted that austin butler would win yeah well well, we all had not not our best winning multiple well i think everybody had uh, when was the no, last? Not time? everybody. There were some people that were still thought. Zach, good. you would have, you would have only, you would have gone twenty out of twenty-three if you just would have avoided picking Elvis because you missed five <laughs> Elvis awards. Five. Now I will. Hey, that's still this. pretty. That, I, that's still pretty high for someone who was trying to jinx everything. That's true. <laughs> now, now we need. We may okay, need a vantage, vantage points. This, but I, I do recall I that like I said that. What the vantage point? Something. <laughs> rewind that. Instead we of saying rewind vantage. it, we're saying vantage point it from now on. Exactly. We may need a vantage. We point need a vantage first, point. But... The Pinos. That's no. what that one reviewer on our podcast will say in his next review. Like, I want to vantage point that episode and give it a Pino. But he did Merlot it though. That's a different thing though. Anyway, uh, 
What are you? P um, uh, what are you? Uh, sorry. So uh, I did say that whoever wins makeup wins best actor. I said that. I doubt that you said that. That was my point. <laughs> I. Terry, well, I said that, didn't I? I was like, I, I think they're linked. The real was I don't remember who said it, but it was discussed. I'm the one that said it. I said I, I, I had Elvis. America wants to know. You Make may up. have said that at one point, but a couple hours into the episode, I might have repeated it, and then yeah, that's why I that said does it. Sound, that does sound like something you would do or something Zach would do. <laughs> they, they, they would regurgitate my point. See? <laughs> I said it. <laughs> But still, that's a it, uh, that was kind of like the bigger shock when we were watching it. We're like, oh, Brendan Fraser's winning now. Like it's like is Elvis going home with nothing? That's, well, I that thought, was the bigger point. I think the the important point is that I think Todd did come up with it first because I remember oh, saying that I, I remember Meryl Streep thanked her makeup effects person and her husband. Those were the only two people she thanked when she won for the Iron Lady because she even knew that movie was a steaming pile of dog shit. It was, but anyway. Yeah, I, I think that was a, a sign when the two main competitors in makeup were Elvis and the Whale. And when the Whale took that, you had to think, oh, what does it Brendan say about the, might have the, the ceremony that that was one of the most exciting awards was makeup? I mean, <laughs> that that was one of the true like makeup actress, I guess the three way race for actor, but not a lot of compelling awards. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. Well, I doubt that screenplay became very interesting. <laughs> But and, I mean, and there were quite a few shocks. We all predicted I mean, that, didn't we? All predict women talking last week. Yeah, we but but I mean, that that was the reason why they put that so late, though, because usually that's way early in the ceremony. Is because that that took all quiet out of the best picture conversation when it lost. But it still was very much. In, I mean, after it had won four awards, you would have thought like, okay, the, this one that won the BAFTA. This is going to walk in and, and take that, and then who knows after that. But So if we're doing like a Pythagorean chart, you know how they do during baseball games, you know, pro win probability chart like on ESPN, you're telling me, Todd and Adam, that your win probability chart for All Quiet was over 50% at a certain point of the ceremony? Yes. No, it wasn't. For me, for it was. Me, it, no, it was never over 50. It was, I mean, but it, it had gone from 5% to like, Somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent, probably. I would probably put it at fifty point one percent. Fifty point one. Well, that's why you're Adam, and that's why Todd's Todd. We got a comment here uh, from. I mean, that you. would love Adam. IU <laughs> Mextris. Yeah, this everything new, everywhere all at new... once takes everything home like it deserved. I'm so happy. Well, hey, that's good. I, all right, I will say, I, and I was thinking about this while I was watching Joe this. Joe a cow. I I don't know. <laughs> I remember like Christmas 2021 seeing the trailer for everything everywhere for the first time and being like, that looks like a crazy fun March release. And it was like, I'm the biggest fan on the podcast of that movie. I mean, it was, it was in my top 15 to 20. Um, and it, cause that's what it was is it was a fun, cool spring release. Something that only you in the entire world would have in your top fifteen to twenty, right? And of then the year, and then it just kept going, and it just kept going. And we... I don't. And how did? How does a movie? Because nobody watched it by the guys. By the guys whose last movie was about a corpse that could fart his way across an ocean. 
That's who did that movie, the Swiss Army Man. They were the yeah. Their oh last movie God, was Swiss wow. Army Man. Well, yeah. And then so, they do so they go from that to once. to dildos, hot dog fingers, and raccoon. I, head. Raccoon. I love I love the, yeah, the description and, and of it. Everything of... bagels, and that's our best picture. Yeah, I don't think it's that far of a stretch from farting corpses. That's hey, true. Man. It just uh, beat, I, it beat your film for screenplay, so you know. Yeah, respect. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just beautiful work there by the Academy. But anyways, it, it was one of those movies where it, it's it's it went from being the fun movie that is cool to cool to like that everyone decided was the fun movie to be cool to like, and it went all the way to Best Picture, which is just it's just insane. I mean, what was the what? Is there any comparison to? I, I know Todd, you've said like it was this year's Slum Dog or something like that. That's what that I was, said. Well, you That's said exactly. that. Well, that, that was, no, but that was no, even no, a, that no was a TIFF gone, release though. No so, movie has gone from having the hype that early in the year, sustaining it all throughout. Like it, it could be like like Coda was a Sundance release. People forgot about it for nine months, and then it be it, it reactivated. Like no, no movie's really done this where it's just like it was everyone's favorite movie for an entire calendar year. The, I mean, yeah, but- one one that I've heard that I think works okay is it's kind of like Silence of the Lambs. That was like a February or March release. It's a genre film. It's a type of movie they don't necessarily. But that was fall a mood, that was with. still a moody genre picture. It wasn't like something that was just true. Like, true. Well, there was, it, it had a little bit of subversiveness to it. And mm. at the Oscars, if you watch that Oscar ceremony that year. Uh, everybody went apeshit for an- when when they were reading off all the nominees. You know, Robert De Niro, sh- sh- the plot, Warren Beatty, plot, 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 Anthony Hopkins. Everybody lost their shit, just like they did for Michelle Yeoh. Exactly, it had this kind of cult sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, but that year there there wasn't another real classic that was uh, it was up against that's the next. The, that, that's the point, man. That's why I was going to say it is not about everything everywhere. It is about what didn't come out for the rest of the year. Like nothing. It, it, it's more about no, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is like Anthony Hopkins then. wasn't up against his biggest competition was Warren Beatty or something right but I mean here we had Michelle Yeoh was up against one of the like all-time performances and she still won I got th- th- that's where it's different from Sounds of Lime Sounds of Lime swept for a reason because there wasn't a whole lot it was going up against and like it had an animated movie in the best picture five you know like this this was something that steamrolled past really good movies and really movies that people loved and it was weird i think that's a great comp by the way to 1991 i hadn't made that thought before but i think there's a lot of similarities and in uh, and, and light 91 i don't think i mean besides Kate blanchett you're right and tar which we all love i don't think there is a really great movie that it beat out is, is a is well, a like think, is yeah. one of the greats and Top Gun is one of the most popular movies ever, and and, and Avatar is one of the most seen movies ever. Like the, the, it's not like there was nothing that was in the same category. Have have we had a year since the Best Picture lineup expanded to eight, nine, ten, whatever it would be, that half of the Best Picture nominees were shut out? Ooh. Half no. of them were shut out. I mean, the, like, I mean, there are times when movies get shut out like at least a two or three but like i remember a few years ago we were freaking out that the irishman got shut out after 10 nominations or something like that and it was the right. only best picture nominee that didn't win anything because they they went through this like era where it was all about spreading the wealth but this year 
Banshees got shut out. Elvis got shut out. Fableman's got shut out. Tar got shut out. Triangle of Sadness got shut out. Half of the Best Picture nominees got shut out. And if Women Talking hadn't somehow snuck out screenplay, that would have gotten shut out too. Exactly. That would have gone to one of the movies that was sweeping. Uh-huh. And Avatar won one. Top Gun won one. one. Women Talking won one. Uh, and then All Quiet and Everything Everywhere. And then the only other one that got double were was the whale, and that's because makeup and actor had to be tied together. I mean, did any? Which I said. The only other thing that got a win <laughs> was, uh, or the only other things were uh, Wakanda Forever for costumes, which was another shocker that kind of came out of nowhere. That wasn't out of nowhere. Not it was, it but was, it was you're up the third favorite. Elvis I I was predicted it last Elvis week. was the favorite probably then. What Babylon, and then Wakanda Forever? I mean, co- yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do fun. remember because I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I had bet I bet on Elvis, and it, it ended up being like a minus three fifty favorite. So it was like a huge favorite. I don't remember what was second. It probably was Babylon. I guess. Yeah, Wakanda Forever and RRR are the only other movies that won that weren't in the documentary or animated categories. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about your winnings on RRR, Todd? I, I want to know oh, how yeah. much you, you, you won. Well, I bet $100. It was, it was at minus 400 so I won uh, 25 oh, profit. Not... But I bet that like a month ago. <laughs> that I'm was glad, a great moment that of the ceremony. Did you think that guy made up that song on the spot? I know I know we had a similar debate about the Glenn Close and the butt thing two years ago, but I think that this is this year's version. Did this guy come up with that shit on the spot, or did he write it no- knowing he was going to win? I don't know. I, I, think, I, also, I think he may have had it in his head. I don't know. I also think Adapting a Carpenter's song was, like that, though, that was pretty yeah, awesome. Didn't they say it was the first nomination for uh, a movie that was set, uh, like like an Indian movie or something yeah. for, first or first. I don't know if it was first nomination, but it was at least for song nomination. No, because yeah, Jai Ho first... won first Slumdog Millionaire. That wasn't, I don't think, I think that, that, was that wasn't British an Indian production. production. That was a British uh, production. But well, Terry, okay. you watched it. You watched that four hour soccer movie in India. So I was Once like, upon that... a time in India. Yeah. It was nominated for foreign film. Like on. Yeah. That's what I like. He, they said it was the first nomination from like the from an Indian movie at the Oscars, that was what they said, and I was like, "Well, that's just not true." Zach has a message from Pearl. I, I I hope Pearl's watching. In order, worst looking to best looking, Austin Butler, editor of Everything Everywhere, and Zach. Wow, it's really nice, <laughs> Pearl. Thanks. I would really nice. you, Zach. I like it how yeah. she did participate in an Oscar challenge. She did participate in the Oscar challenge. Uh, let's see here. She went. Uh, she went. Did 10 she for pick the Fablemans and everything? Because that's like the most old-fashioned movie. <laughs> um, she did pick Austin Butler. It sounds like we need um, Brian Pruitt on the podcast. He beat us. Brian okay, Pruitt are won. we ready to bring Brian up? Because who the hell is Brian Pruitt, man? I can't believe who? you don't. All right. I, yeah, he's. He, we went to college with him. We he did? was kind of like in the periphery. We, so I, mean, one of I never really, I don't really remember talking to him that much. But he was like, he was someone that we knew. Or so I we're knew gonna at least. we're gonna get him on the podcast. Then I, get I'm him friends on with the him podcast. It's gonna be embarrassing. I don't. Remember he reacts him. to a bunch of my like baseball preview articles that I write and stuff. And then yeah, it's like the scene in uh, Groundhog Day when Bill Murray meets Phil. No, uh, Ned. 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 It's gonna be embarrassing. Ryerson. 
Yeah. Brian, no, he, uh, well, how did we know him if he wasn't in choir? I don't Put know. Put right aside and just invite him on the podcast. Did we? Was remember. he part of the fan club? No. 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 He was just always around. He just he was just around. Yeah. I don't I don't remember how I I don't know how I knew him, but I knew. It sounds him. ominous. It's it like felt Michael like more Myers. like I knew of him, and like I said, I don't really remember ever talking with him. Well, but. why is he doing? So is he a fan because he's doing our contest? Like I, I said, he he I, he follow. He, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and um, he reacts to a lot of my baseball preview articles because he's a big baseball fan. What's the um, first he's ever done it? The, uh... It's the first time he's ever done the Oscar challenge, right? And he it was the last his name in the past. It was the last ballot submitted too. Uh, he submitted like at like okay. Well, here's what I, or something. here's my point that I'm getting to. Is Brian Pruitt the fan that wrote that review? That wrote what review on on our iTunes? Like and subscribe by the way. Oh, all, all you people. I mean, and maybe I just I want to say too to that podcast. Larry T.S. Eliot, right? <laughs> Larry Chilson actually finished second. He did. He was the one that won last wow. year. And we never oh, invited wow, him, Larry. apparently. Yeah. yeah. And then we had like five tied for for third with uh, 16 out of 23. That was including me. Including Adam, who wow. finished the best out of the four of us. Adam finished above Todd. So Todd, Todd was the worst out of us. <laughs> Todd, took, Todd went 13. I'm, I'm a nomination expert, not a, not a wins expert. That's true. Yeah, he just. Yeah, he, he liked Kerry Condon. I was so I, I was bummed I didn't sweep the shorts. I thought I was going to sweep the shorts because I thought they they couldn't uh, avoid giving Malala an Oscar. So I went with Stranger at the Gate in the documentary short. What? How did. much did Matt Neglia influence that pick? <laughs> no, as soon as I, as soon as I knew Malala was was nominated was part of the nominees, it, it, that was my pick. I love that Malala gets, you know, exposure to the world, two billion people watching, whatever. Not that many she people, but and then she gets a, she gets asked about Spitgate. Great job, Jimmy. Yeah. Asked one of the great human rights advocates in the world a question. Did Spitgate really happen? That's where we're at at the Oscars. I like to talk about freedom. Great answer. <laughs> that was a good answer. That was a classy moment. And 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 Jimmy said that's pretty much the only answer to that question. <laughs> but see, and I tweet about this. That moment was when they played off the Avatar two visual oh, effects guy yeah. off stage before he w- was going to thank his family, and you're going to play him off stage. Come on, man! Yeah. I think the biggest, on, the biggest, man. the biggest play off stage was Jamie Lee Curtis because we needed to get that Little Mermaid trailer in there. Little Mermaid trailer. Do you realize that the Daniels are Oscar winners? Times Daniels three. are Oscar winners. They oh, have as many the Sappies have never Gilbert. won Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Well, listen, the Daniels have not won a Pino yet. Yet is the yet. key word there. Their next Marvel yet. movie, I'm sure, will will get some attention from the Terry contingent of this podcast, but <laughs> but not the serious film fans. Terry, how does it feel to know that the only movies that can ever win Best Picture these days are Terry movies? Does that does that embolden you? Does that make you feel warm and toasty inside, like every Terry movie that wins Best Picture? Uh, we got. I mean, what was the last non-Terry movie to book. win Best Picture? I mean, Nomadland isn't really a Terry movie. That's true, but that was COVID, so that's an asterisk here. Okay. <laughs> Parasite's not a Terry movie. Well, you love Parasite. I, think I do, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's a like... little bit of a feel-good movie about family. If okay, if if you can use <laughs> the words "feel-good movie about family" to describe it, it's a Terry movie that wins Best Picture. Well, really, so it's just the think... Best Picture. 
Okay, but well, do you think that the Daniels uh, are gonna make their own movies? Because Shiner made his own movie a few years ago, and it was a movie called like The Year of Long Dick or something. And it was a horror movie, like Dick Long. My, it was called Dick Long. Of, are you confusing it with the animated short My Year of Dicks? No, no, it was called like <laughs> Dick Long or something. But it was like, and it was a terrible movie. And then he went back and worked with Quan again. Do you think they're going to split up and try their own thing? Like no, they're they're, they're going to at least make a, one more together. Don't you feel like in, in in the Contact everywhere everywhere? Floor. Don't you feel like in the multiverse of this podcast, the Daniels are like people we would have on on our our podcast because they're just YouTube filmmakers that no one ever saw. Like they're not that far away from that, you know. They're like uh, Cody Clark. Shout out to Cody I, Clark. I invited Cody Clark to do the Oscar challenge. By the way. The Death of Dick Long, directed by Daniel Shiner. I mean, is, Dick that, is Long. that yeah? Is that just meant to be like a Dirk Diggler movie? I don't know. I'm just saying, like that, that, that's the level of shit that they put out, and and all everything like everywhere the, is kind of in that also same Cody vein. Clark level shit. Yeah, but if they split up, who's going to be the better filmmaker? Is it going to be the guy who wore that like, I don't know, the rug to the Spirit Awards, or is it going to be <laughs> uh, Kwan who wore a jacket that said Punk? to the oscars can i read what i wrote about uh daniel scheinert i said daniel scheinert looks like a character that christian bale would play with a lot of makeup and prosthetics yeah i mean yeah. you're not wrong <clears throat> true all right going back to the oscar challenge really quick uh I, I need to announce <laughs> the uh the winners Smooth of the transition. of the juvenile section of the oscar challenge Ooh, the winner they win LVPs for this the, the winner is a uh, is uh, Adam's daughter Evelyn got a nine out of twenty three. Way to take the best poster, kiddo. Way second place. Second place is my four year old Fiona at for with eight out of twenty three. Because <laughs> I mean, she she really must have liked the All Quiet on the Western Front. Cause she I saw she picked up for a couple upsets and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh nine. Yeah. I, ju I just I just scroll I I just had it open and I scrolled to the pictures and she just point. She just pecked at one. Um, yeah, that's nice. My daughter legit did. She's like, what, "What? How are you picking these movies, kids?" She's like, "Whatever looks like the best poster." I was like, "Oh, well." Third, third place is Kyle's daughter Ava with six out of twenty-three, and then fourth place is Atticus with a five out of twenty-three. She needs to nice. set this game up, man. Come on. What did, he, did they... he did predict both Michelle Yeoh and Kihi Kwan though? So there is that. I they and were... the Black Panther win. Did Adam? Did your daughter pick my year of dicks? <laughs> um no no she God. picked uh she picked the boy the mole the fox and the horse all the kids picked the boy the mole the fox and the horse because it had the oh, except for atticus title. atticus picked uh picked uh the flying sailor yeah speaking of my ears, Fiona picked Todd, the elephant um... whisperers because she thought it looked like star wars on the poster oh there we go how Probably many better than the last couple of Star Wars movies? How many jokes about my year of dicks do you think the Daniels laughed at over the course of like the last two months? You know, they probably think that's hilarious because they made a movie about Dick Long, right? So they like Dick. Well, yeah, and they had and they had um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, whatever in their movie. <laughs> uh, hot dog fingers. Yeah. All right. That was what, the one I was thinking of, but yeah. What win <laughs> what what win uh were you happiest about? 
Brendan Fraser. I think that when I think in our video too, I say I even said I'm about to cry, tear up in this video, um, because I really like Brendan Fraser. Obviously, from like the Mummy and some of his earlier work, Blast from the Past is another one with Elisa Silverstone. I've always been a fan of him and as an actor, and seeing that he actually gets his, like this big win. Of course, I cried, he cried. It was you know really fun, but seeing Brendan Fraser kind of like reprise his. Uh, Getting them back, kind of like the stuff that he lost. I think that's really cool. Um, I, I know he's he's thanks his he has thanked his ex wife in his speeches before too. I like the Jimmy Kimmel Batgirl rough joke too because he was supposed to be the villain in that movie as well. Wow, yeah. conspiracy so, theory. So he was supposed to be. He he revealed that in like what Howard Stern or whatever. Um, anyway, but yeah, Brendan Fraser probably my favorite win of the night. He's coming up. He's coming back next year too. Killers of the Flower Moon, right, Todd? Mm-hmm. Scorsese. Yeah, I think he's in a probably not a very big role, but imagine if the Daniels give Scorsese his second Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or would you rather have seen Martin Scorsese give Daniels their Oscar? What's a more sad moment for the state of? Well, but, but Marty no, didn't get it. his first Oscar for Mang Lee, so who knows? They they they, they, they don't always do that. They've done that no, a lot. Not recently. for director. Not, the sadder moment director. would be if Scorsese gave it to a Marvel director for winning <laughs> Best Picture for a Marvel movie. No, because that, that he's going to give it to moment. he'll give it to Villeneuve in twenty twenty five for Doom Part Two. That's that's respectable. <laughs> That's not bad, yeah. That's coming out this year, isn't it? That's coming out this year, I think. Oh, okay. So the Daniels will give it to, to D- Denny Villeneuve. Denny, yeah. If he gets nominated this time. What all right, what about what about you two? Favorite win of the night? When Todd won his money for song, I was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was. And not to not to very TikTok. Not to, not to, not to, not to, not to. I didn't realize what a social media phenomenon that song looks like. And uh, oh yeah, it's huge. It's, I think it's more impressive as a dance number than a song. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a great like if you haven't seen the clip, go but watch I do, it. I do have to say, I love the, clip is awesome. I love the song performances. I love Lady Gaga. I compared it online to Harry Styles Incel in Don't Worry Baby. Don't don't worry, darling. The modern day <laughs> scenes because it was really up close. No, she was no, very no, intense. No, 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 no. My comment on the Lady Gaga performance was like was well top gun just lost best best picture and i left <laughs> well, it was not true. the that was, was not the actual so song what, you walked out was going over 50 percent, <laughs> and the top gun hit below zero percent why was she wearing an inside out shirt that was what yeah, i was she, and, and what's sure with the oscars out. and the extreme close-ups on on lady yeah. gaga they did the same they did, thing no, they did extreme close-ups the whole for, ceremony for like stars born too really extreme close-up they really liked it it was like jonathan demi directed or something it, now, now the the best one is I sent that out to the text chain of why are they doing the extreme close-ups again on Lady Gaga, and I think Zach, you're the one that said when's Brent, uh, Bradley Cooper going to join her, and I said he's already at the piano. <laughs> and then that started the speculation that, that he was cocaine bear. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, he's just working at T-Mobile now. Um. Yeah, well, because because he can't win anything. So according to his mom. They really should have been like, it's too bad it wasn't on Fox because then they could have done a promotional tie-in with the mass Singer, you know? Like it could have been, you know, the Bear could have done a performance in like one of the songs. I don't know if you guys ever watched the mass Singer. It's wonderfully trashy. And uh, that's what they could have done. America agrees with me. 
All right. Well, my favorite moments of the ceremony were uh, honestly like when All Quiet One scored. That was pretty awesome. Uh, we have what we have a comment here, Terry. What does it say? Uh, Rick Descartes Rick. said Key thanked Spielberg numerous times, especially at the Golden Globes. No need to name drop further. Absolutely right. I think another favorite moment of my night of the night was that when Key saw Harrison Ford giving up Best Picture, he freaked out. I loved that moment with <laughs> Q and Harrison Ford. And that it just proves further that we need a short round TV show on Disney Plus. So <laughs> I think it's already in the works tonight, Adam, as we speak. It's well probably, did you yeah. did you, you see, see that the... Disney Plus TV show? Yeah, what, what, what the Disney. hell was that? Yeah. With Michelle Yeoh, this Keith Wan, and Stephanie Shu. This was the Disney Expo 2023. I, I thought that too, until Smash they Warner also Brothers, did the same yeah. thing for Warner Brothers. So yeah. Warner Brothers has the 100th anniversary too. And I'm pretty sure that some of those movies they showed were MGM movies. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> it's, it's well, Todd was nachos, so or more tacos. So he didn't see it. But. Wait, 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 wait! Todd went to get tacos in his living room, like or his dining room. Right I did have there. some yeah. questions about the culinary condition. Did you advise? Did you guys invite a pizza boy over, like the whale? Like, what was what was the what was the food intake like? No, I made I made, I made tacos. <laughs> Yeah, what, don't make it That's weird. It? Don't make it weird. No, man. I, didn't, I, didn't Come on, down. I thought I, you would I, make you know, it a big celebration, man. What we did. This is our fourth year. He hasn't seen the Oscars with you guys more than, than he has with me. Even so I so made it more exciting than that. Yeah, I went to Hawaii. I've seen the Oscars with Zach twice in Vegas. Yeah, and he's seen the Oscars four times. I'm pretty sure you've you've seen the Oscars more with them than you have with me, Todd. Yeah, I think I've seen the Oscars with you. Like, well, let's twice. review what what Oscars have you watched together and like. Uh, oh, because you were you were down, you were down at my place for Parasite. Night, I think, was the only two. I think. So the the best Oscar moment that we've actually been to, we we saw this one. Todd and I went live on YouTube one year at my house with Justin watches movies. Oh, for, that's right. Green Book. And, yeah, for that's the Green Book win. <laughs> we went one. to we went to the grand like the grand cinema Oscar party where Kate Winslet. I for some reason picked her instead of um, Lisa Vikander for best. Yeah. Actors, actress for spotlight. I feel bitter about that. I, I do feel bitter about because I would have won the whole contest if I would have picked Lisa Fikander instead of switching up at the last moment. But the best moment we've ever had Wait, together was in? we were in Todd's basement. Uh, yeah, yeah. We went. We were at Todd's house, or when he lived with, um, yeah, in his basement, and we were. Uh, Talking about Casey Affleck winning for Manchester by the Sea, and he won, and we freaked out, and we scared his dad, your dad. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, he "Are you guys okay?" We're like, "Yeah, Casey Affleck won. Let's go, go back up. It's okay. Yeah. We're good." We freaked out Terry Senior. It was amazing. It was a great night. Uh, there was a tasting. Karen, yeah, it was a tasting. Karen made great food. Uh, Cassie was there. The dog. Um, it, it was great. We were drunk. Casey Affleck won, and we scared your dad. So that was great. How the mighty have fallen, you know. You go from this big bouquet and waking up the parents to to this. Yeah, and Todd making I, tacos. Well, yeah, I, I, tacos. I think the best is still getting the drunken text from uh, the two of you in Vegas, Todd and Zach, when you watched the Oscars there that one year. That was yeah. not even the Oscar night, was it? Yeah, it was. We yeah, we was. watched two Oscars in in, in Vegas, Todd. No, but was, the. There was not. There was a Just different night that same Birdman. weekend. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that night, while you were drunk and texting me the Oscars, I had Josh Allen over watching it with me. So, 
A Buffalo Bills quarterback? Holy no, I'm saying no, the, no. The, 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 and not the, the edge rusher the for the Jaguars either. Not <laughs> the win was not the night that that uh, he was. Was Brian Pruitt there with us, Terry? No. Oh. <laughs> he may have been there. I'm just happy I didn't fall asleep tonight. That's all. What yeah, yeah. Assume. Adam, Adam notoriously missed our uh, our recap last year because he fell asleep as soon as the award show ended. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, that's right. I, I put my daughter to bed. And I didn't there. show up. They're like, "Where's Adam at?" I, I, I've watched it since then. They're like, "Where the hell is Adam?" And then all of a sudden, my yeah. box just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was asleep. conspicuous. Um, he, that was like that was the Tom Cruise not showing up this year version on our last year's recap. Pretty much. Hey, hey guys, we're one subscriber away from 470. Now it's us go. Milestone. That, that's a milestone there. Okay, well, either way, so my one. other we're favorite parts one. of the ceremony uh, were uh, the reveal of Guillermo, not <laughs> Del Toro. Name that Guillermo. The other good deal, Guillermo. That was pretty fun. That was and great. All of, I mean, honestly, Kimmel's every joke he had about Will Smith was pretty funny. He's like, "This one's going to go off unhitched and without hitch." You know, like I mean, they're, I like. They're, they're, I was like, that was a good one. How many Oscar ceremonies? Like, I like incident. when he said the the winner yeah. of the slap is going to get a, a Oscar for best actor. <laughs> an Oscar for best actor <laughs> in a nineteen minute speech. <laughs> I like the ending joke two words of the. Oh yeah, in, Oscar ceremonies without an incident. Yeah, that was that was a good joke as he was walking off stage. Um, uh, Jenny the donkey too. I mean, you got to shout out Jenny the donkey showing up. Yeah. Um, Usually when they bring, he's also an emotional support donkey. At least that's what we told uh, told everyone so we could get her on the flight. (laughs) (laughs) See, Colin and Brendan were totally digging that too. Like, I mean, Barry Keegan too. He he left it off. Yeah, there... I, I, I can't believe they shut that movie out. Like uh, those guys were there, and they were having the time of their lives. That, that, that it movie just proves it just proves that the almost sideways movie awards or did better. this movie justice are better. But did, didn't you get a, a, a shiver down your spine, Todd, when they showed in the front row Jamie Lee Curtis, Michelle Yeoh, and Stephanie Shu, and they kept going back to that front row, and it's like, okay, I think we know what's going to happen. It's not looking yeah. too good for for band. But they also kept going to Austin Butler, who, I don't, who was did looking. They? I don't remember. I don't he, remember. He was on the screen a lot, and I mean, okay, we never showed Brendan Fraser until the last. Oh yeah, they didn't show him at all. But Austin Butler was looking suspiciously like Brad Pitt. Like, dude, yeah. The whole time, I was like, man, he looks like if Brad Pitt just like was de-aged, like from what he looks like right now, de-aged like twenty five years, he would look like Austin Butler. So what you're saying is next time they make Benjamin Button, they don't need CGI. They just need Austin Butler. Yes. Well, exactly. I mean, the comparison to like, I, I feel still feel this way. True Romance, Brad Pitt looks like Kurt Cobain. And I think Austin Butler could play Kurt Cobain. Ooh. But he's now too old. He's, he is too old. Yes, like, but Brad Pitt was as well. But he looks just like him. I sent the text. Jonah Hill played a high schooler when he was way too old. It's it, mm-hmm. it, They can still make it work. So did Travolta. And so did Andrew Garfield. That's Spider-Man. Yeah, he. He's, he I like the Andrew Garfield's reaction <laughs> when uh, they said, "And Spider-Man, <laughs> and a Fable Man." That was that was a good that was a good one too. <laughs> that was your favorite moment? It was, it was definitely just a late night. It was it was a late night special for, for it Kimmel, it was, it, but it was good. He he had some singers. <laughs> 
Spielberg, tell me you weren't high when you were making a movie about an alien who gets munchies for Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Can't remember <laughs> the phone home. Doesn't know how to phone home. It just wants to go home. <laughs> that was good. That whole bit was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I think Jimmy Kimmel gets an A minus from me. I thought he was great. I like that there wasn't like a song and dance number with him. Like we've seen with you know other hosts like neil patrick there was Harris. there was a dance number with yeah. him i mean that was okay though that was that was pretty funny the, the, like the, the, the not to not to dancing him off the stage was pretty good that was, yeah, yeah, that was no problem not to people off the stage later on that would have been really funny I, yeah <laughs> you're right i wish they had stuck to that instead uh, they just were rude again yeah they just cut they just cut james birthday song off terrible so so for the record for the record uh, Banshee's got nine Oscar nominations with no wins. Uh, it got ten Pino nominations with two wins at the Almost Sideways Awards. So it was, was a big win. So do you think that if we, we our early conversation is 2008, what 2008 yeah. movie could be matched them with nominations with ten nominations? Is there a, a is there a, a 2008 movie they can match Banshee's with ten nominations? I'm confused. Well, why why are you asking about a 2008 movie? Well, because we're talking about we're talking about possibly doing uh, 2008 uh, retroactive almost sideways awards later this year. Oh, well, uh, thanks thanks for telling me about that, guys. Yeah, we, well, we, well, we, 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 we it, it, it had been di- it had been discussed that that's we we hadn't decided officially on anything yet. The Dark Knight, by the way, could get ten nominations, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think so. can we give Malkovich a actor and supporting actor award? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> <Just> because for <laughs> being brilliant. And here's the part where we make Adam laugh. <laughs> impressions. Still don't understand why that makes him laugh, but it's hilarious. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. You know, Frazier could have done that on stage. <laughs> I'm not even sure he's seen the movie. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, Shut up um, and turn off the camera. <laughs> uh, Next to you, Adam, we all look like alcoholics. Oh. <laughs> uh, my, I think my favorite line of the whole ceremony anyway. was uh, Hugh Grant saying he looks like a scrotum. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, that was a pretty good line. Oh I like that one. We're it's really weird. Me. I actually turned on Four Weddings and a Funeral within the last 48 hours. I had no clue <laughs> that they were going to be on stage together. That's an unbelievable coincidence. It's a random movie to like, shout out at the Oscars. Oh, no. Like, right? I mean, last year was with the... The 28-year anniversary of Pulp Fiction that they rolled out this cast for. And you're going, you know, 29-year anniversary. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Oscar time. I've definitely oh. never seen that movie before. The scene with the with actually everything was pretty. That movie was a solid three and a half star movie before I fell asleep. What four weddings and a funeral? Yeah, I got to. That's a fun movie. I got to two weddings. Still waiting for the funeral. I'm hoping Kristen Scott Thomas dies. I don't like her character very much, but. The rest of the the uh, Mr. Bean as the as the pastor was was amazing, and He's then the whole that, like they couldn't he he forgot to bring the rings. He was a ring bearer. That was a great <laughs> sequence in that movie. Anyway, I'm sorry. I watched a Hugh Grant th- movie this weekend too. I went to the theaters and watched Operation Fortune. Operation, yeah. Oh, nice. 
because I wanted to I wanted to prove that that movie actually existed because that trailer has been out for two years. How did, how was it? It was fun. It was kind of like if it I'm was sorry. like if Guy Ritchie made an hour and a half long Mission Impossible movie. That's what it felt like. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rating there, sir? I'd, I'd probably it's I haven't officially rated it yet, but it's it's on the border between two and a half and three, probably leaning more two and a half. What was your double, was double feature of it? Your first. It was, oh, it was it was that in the quiet girl. Oh, I um, wanted to oh, see. That's here. Go. I'm going to see it this week. I will saw that on Friday. Yeah, it it that one was amazing. It's really really good. Don't tell I, me I, it's I, the best Irish movie of last year. Oh no, it's not the best Irish movie. We of should last have had year. a Pino Award for best Irish movie. I mean, there are so many. <laughs> there there were the there only were. Irish the only representation won. was the stupid short Irish, <laughs> and they, they cut it off. <laughs> What a freaking bad idea! Well, yeah, they, they cut it off because they char- they they cost them money for have for having to sing Happy Birthday live on television. They have to pay royalties on that. Yeah, they, I, I can only imagine the producers being like, "No, <laughs> like, <Damn it>. like <laughs> do something." <laughs> cut them off now! Cut them off now! It's like we can't be jerks uh, and cut off a Happy Birthday song for a guy <laughs> for an, an Oscar winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I uh, Quiet Girl is good. I almost said the Irish girl. Um, the the Quiet Girl is really good. Um, Operation Fortune. Yeah, it's probably two and a half star movie, but I totally watched it again and uh, kind of hope it turns into a franchise because it's it's a lot of fun. Nice. I'd watch more of those. I saw I saw Scream Six. Oh yeah, and there's there's a daily notes about that, and uh, and you put out some YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah, good, 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 good. Hey, Adam, anyway, Seth, best uh, moment of the podcast. We are at we we are not at four seventy. We're actually now at four sixty eight. We got keep, notch it up at a level, fellas. We're losing there subscribers. We what two? The hell? We're going for two. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I mean, this was all things considered. I know. I know. We have not been the biggest fans of everything everywhere. Uh throughout the year, throughout the award season. But all things considered, I, uh, d- despite Jack's back taxes and the Fred Hayes show, I'd say this was a pretty successful broadcast. Yeah, you know what happens right after he says that, right? It's, yeah. It's a disaster. Oh. What, what I was going to say was, I actually vantage pointed, vantage points, point the our podcast episode review of Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. And I was listening to it, and it was a very interesting listen because terry loved it i hated it todd was somewhere in the middle but i don't think any of us ever would have thought it it would be an oscar movie i think i even said like this is the type of movie that a24 i didn't even like the movie but i said a24 should have released this as an oscar movie because it has really good visual effects of course the category wasn't nominated in you'll figure but like yeah uh i thought i thought a24 had made a mistake we were we were completely oblivious. Well, and, and I will give you credit, Zach, because like all throughout the summer, you, you had said, "Oh, you this know, is I knew it. this is this win. is the kind everything the Oscars are looking for." And I and I said, like, I don't understand what you mean because this is not at all what they've ever gone for. I just didn't know what kind of sensation it was going to be and how the older voters just weren't going to watch it this and is... be like, "Okay, I like Michelle Yeoh. Let's vote for that movie." Listen, because you know, that's what they did, and I Todd's, never thought that was a possibility. Todd's greatest year was 2011. He had the artist from like day one when no I one had Bird ever Man heard of it. Day one too. 
Yeah, but the artist was a French silent movie, okay, with nobody in it. Like that shit was impressive. I think 2022 is a gold year for Zach. Listen, I thought everything everywhere was going to win for a long time. There were days when I thought Elvis could win too, but I I really never doubted this movie was going to win. You thought you had Elvis winning also like like I, a five hours ago because you had it winning six awards. <laughs> and it, I, it was zero. it was always going to be this movie or Elvis. <laughs> always the two stupidest movies nominated. It, but uh, c- congratulations, Academy, you, you you did us well. I think we I think we knew that Top Gun wasn't going to win when Tom Cruise wasn't there. That's a good point. It's it's like Sean Penn when whatever award he's nominated for that he's not going to win, he doesn't show up to that one because he knows already. Same with James Cameron. Todd, you also had Brendan Fraser nominated at least uh, last January, leading into. Yeah, well, I mean, it was an Aronofsky movie, and it wasn't Mother, so that, that makes sense. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Is it? Don't you just feel a little bit sad? Like, okay, we've got, you know, a Farinowski film winning for an actor award, but it's not our boy Mickey Rourke, right? We have brothers yeah. splitting a best picture win for an A twenty four movie, but it's not the brothers that we wanted or the. They're movie not that brothers. We they oh, have the well, same guess... first name, not the same last name. Uh, I don't know if I can that. <laughs> well, they're related somehow. Yes, obviously. Quan Daniel and Quan and Shiner Daniel. Uh, <laughs> what were those parents? The, the, the Daniels. It makes sense. That, the is, Coens, is the Daniels. I mean, how, when was the last time that all four acting winners were won by first-time nominees? That's what I want to know. Ooh. Is that rapping? Twenty sixteen. Who won last year? Debose, Troy Coster. Yeah, last year. Those were all first timers. Were they all? Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain? No, Will Smith, like and, Will Smith and Jessica oh, Chastain. Oh, I thought you meant first time winners. Okay, yeah, nominees. Time. No. Yeah, for the, all the winners were first time nominees, what I'm saying. Oh. Okay, I see what you're saying. 20, I'm, going, I'm starting to go back yeah, through. Yeah, we'd have to think about yeah, it. And not that year. Almost 2016, but Viola Davis won. I thought this was a if um, Austin Butler would have won, this would have been 2008. You know, with Sean Penn winning over the biopic, over the Aronofsky film. And then we would love Brendan Fraser a lot more because of the loss, which we, we love Mickey Rourke a lot more because he lost in The Wrestler. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm a little upset Austin Butler didn't win. Like we he we were robbed of an Elvis acceptance speech, and it would have been a pretty nice. He would have thanked Priscilla. He would have thanked Tom Tom Hanks's fat suit, and he would have paid tribute to Lisa Marie. Exactly. And he would have said, "Thank you very much." At the very end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a shout out to Ryder Ryder Strong since he had Ryder Strong's (laughs) career, which should have been. Austin Butler should have been a supporting actor. Ryder Strong was never in Disney Channel stuff. He was on network TV. I stand corrected. Uh... But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the first time since like early in the Oscars. I don't know. But it it does seem um, interesting that they went for all first time nominees, which it would have been that way. Any any possibility of winners unless they had given Best Actress to Blanchett. Because even if Condon had won, so I, I mean, get, I guess Bassett, Bassett hadn't had one other nomination. So we did have some these winners: Michelle Yeoh, Brendan Fraser, Ki Hu Kwan, and 
Jamie Lee Curtis. Is there a movie out of their filmographies that we haven't seen that's a kind of a big blind spot out of any one of these four? Well, apparently you haven't seen Crouching Tiger, nope. you weirdo. Never seen it. <laughs> um, so how about you guys? I've never seen Encino Man. Terry's never Man? seen Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, I still need to watch Triangle of Sadness. They were, they, none of those actors were one. So, have you the, seen has, what? What's your blind spot was, of the four actors that won? Hold on, what was Jeff Bridges nominated? I've never seen Trading Places. What's the one that Kiyokon is in? Goonies. Goonies. Yeah, never seen that. I I've seen never Goonies. seen the Goonies. Wait, we've never seen the Goonies because I. <laughs> so, someone geekly good says sorry, but Brendan deserved that dub. He did. He, yeah, I agree. It, it, yeah. Was, it was a, it was a worthy win. I, I agree. Brendan Gleeson definitely deserved that dub over Kiku Kwan. <laughs> Wait, can we go back and say the four of us have never seen the Goonies? No, I've seen the Goonies. Okay, three of us it. haven't seen the Goonies. That's what? amazing. I've not seen the, Goon the Goonies. Because I, I get chastised shuffle, about that guys. often. The shuffle, shuffle. We did need you, to do this. Did you hear? hear it's it? done. We need to come Are to the table. Are you making words The Truffle Shuffle. I saw. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I saw I saw oh, someone uh, like on the, the Oscars pre-show. Whoa! That the PG the guy who did does the truffle shuffle in the Goonies is now Kiki Kwan's lawyer. <laughs> this, this just keeps getting better and better. Is there masturbating bear in there somewhere? Class. Josh Brolin's in it. Yeah, yeah Josh, Josh Brolin's Brolin. in it. All right, hey, deep uh, dive. Come to the stable. Jeff Bridges has yeah. been nominated. I can't for believe, a lot, and it right? takes place in Astoria. Apparently, Jeff it's, it's a Pacific Northwest movie. Okay. He was the only. He was the only um, past nominee that was won in. Uh, got, for the in last 20, picture show, two thousand nine. Yeah, maybe also for Star. I'm Man. still working my way through. Okay, maybe two thousand three. This is a great comment no, from Leo. Fun. Shocking that Tar, Elvis, and Banshees went home empty-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty just, much. Let's just stick it in a little deeper, huh? I Geekly mean, gods. Tar, yeah, realistically, he said, he said, geekly gods. I like the, I like, what is that emoji? It's, it's is good. something it's hitting weird. his head? Yeah, but it looks like a rock went through his skull or something. What did you guys, I think it's mind blown. What did you guys think um, of that amazing chapeau that Todd Field was sporting tonight? That was like a very like 90s Johnny Depp look. Also yeah. a little bit Diane Keaton. It was a little bit androgynous. <laughs> I really dug it. Because he, he always like wears the, the he Jimmy always wears the, the baseball movie. caps. Because he did invent Big League Chew. Yeah, it's a bummer that he. It's a bummer that you, you guys snubbed him at the almost sideways awards too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder why how that happened, Adam. I forgot um, about my number two of the year. Sorry. Well, yeah, so so the thing is though, realistically, the only thing Tar could have won was actress. Cinematography. Sad. No, no. Realistically, the only thing Tar Director. was had a Our chance hearts, to win. The heart nation. Yeah. El yeah. Yeah. At Elvis one point, had... it was like minus two fifty to win actress. Like, it still is crazy that it lost. Banshees only had two spots it could win, and that was supporting actress and original screenplay. An actor. If you look, at, if you look at all the anonymous ballots, they all were like they they all talked about Farrell the way they did about Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, okay, that's the one. Like of, of these nominees, like that's the one that deserves it now. Elvis, Elvis is shocking that it went home empty-handed. I don't. Yeah, I thought costumes for sure. That was a lock. Yeah, there. I I thought three was its minimum. Costumes, maybe production design, maybe makeup, mm. actor. I mean, it it had it. 
it was supposed to get the tech haul that All Quiet did and kind of scoop up some of those random ones. And maybe okay. that's the problem. Maybe all of the other contenders like All Quiet and Elvis all kind of took each other out. All Quiet was the one backed by Netflix that people are slow to uh, support. And that was like the European vote. And it was kind of a late bloomer and it didn't really work out in the end. But Elvis still had his supporters too. Well, I'm not like the biggest fan of Banshees, but I, I still think that the performances there are by far some of the best of the year with Brendan Gleeson and Kerry Condon as well. I think they definitely should have. Kerry Condon specifically Jamie, should have Jamie won. Lee for Curtis sure. beat out Kerry Condon. How's that? <laughs> how's that going to age well in, in history? Well, I, yeah, I we're think... going to look back on that and be like, what what was going on in 2022, <laughs> yeah. 23 and well, in the, it's obvious what was going on. What was going on was Michelle Williams was in the wrong category. Like, oh, that's I, the I, thing. I think Jamie Michelle. Lee's no, no. If Michelle more. Williams is is know. in supporting actress, she sweeps the whole season. But why did Jamie Lee Curtis win? Because because there was no one. There was not about the performance. None of them felt right. About the career longevity. I think she would have won even with no. None of them. It it was it was a void of an obvious choice. We will never know because of the Academy's stupidity. It wasn't the Academy's stupidity. They need to announce the votes like they do the Heisman votes. You know. Zach, Zach, thank you for leaving this comment. Todd deserved Best Supporting Actor for the YouTube short of Banshees losing screenplay to Everything Everywhere all at once. I mean, it was painful. <laughs> it, you were like Grayson in, in the house, f- flaming and just sitting there all depressed. It was a very convincing performance. Thank you. Yeah, his outfit, too. Best costume. <laughs> you were a comment on it. What did you say on this? Uh, his I outfit? said it was a mixture of Mark Wahlberg in the last scene of The Departed and Nicolas Cage in the home scenes in Master Cleaning Men. his house. <laughs> yeah, cleaning his house. All you need is a cigarette and dry pasta. Good call. <laughs> Good call. But see, I think Adam's wearing Lady Gaga's shirt. But it's not inside out. <laughs> but it's not inside out. And Terry is wearing a shirt that says, I spank. <laughs> I spank. <laughs> Is that a Daniels joke? I speak no. on movie quotes. Speak. I, s- <laughs> I speak fluent movie quotes. I speak. That's, that's, a, the, that's the Dick Long version. What a punk. Yeah. No, don't even give them ideas. Daniels will totally make that movie. Yeah, Todd, Terry's too old to I be s- a punk, though. If they have a movie called I Spank. <laughs> I am old. Like, I Spank fluent movie quotes. That's the next Daniels project. That's what they did in Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. It was just spanking fluent movie quotes. <laughs> every spank, everywhere. Every spank, every spank, everywhere. Oh, God, I'm ready for I'll shut up. Was that, the, was that a Bill Burnham riff? <laughs> <laughs> every spank, everywhere, all of the time. Is that what you were saying? Okay, every I think spank, I might have found everywhere, one. Everywhere, spank, all oh, of the spanks, all the time. Yeah. I think I think 2005 might have been all first time nominees winning. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Reese Witherspoon, George Clooney, and Rachel Weisz. That would, that would be one. Checks yeah. out. Like, yeah, you heard it here first. Nominations folks. that Clooney had that year. <laughs> yeah, Clooney had a ton of nominations that year, but that he had he only, three other nominations that year. But yeah, acting yeah. nominations. Yeah. So George yeah. Clooney. So it's been a long time, basically. 
George yeah. Clooney was nominated for a Razzie for Batman and Robin, just to clarify. That's true. But and he, he brought, also and he brought up that performance in his acceptance speech too. See, one one thing I was talking to Zach about earlier this week was no movie had really swept like a true sweep. Like it's really rare, basically. Like there have been three movies this or since two thousand that had won picture director, screenplay, editing, and an acting award since two thousand, and those were The King's Speech, No Country for Old Men, and A Beautiful Mind. And mm-hmm. like, and so I, that's why I was thinking. I didn't. I thought screenplay was going to Banshees because I, I didn't think that they were going to take it to that level of of love. Like those those movies were. Like the King's Speech was an, a- an absolute late bloomer, and the other ones were just like all, all time kind of beloved movies. I so I, I put out a tweet today that was liked by Adam that said, "Thank you, Adam. By the way, like and subscribe at Prozac thirty six. Uh, my tweet said, um, "Everything, everywhere, all at once." How many Oscar voters have actually watched this movie? Ten percent, five percent, and what I then said was that. It, it is the Ben Roethlisberger rule, which is that, you know how early in his career, Ben Roethlisberger, if he threw a lot of passes, the less likely the Steelers were to win. Like they won the Super Bowl because he only threw like 10 passes, right? That's like everything, everywhere, all at once. It's the Roethlisberger principle. The more people that saw it would have actually realized it wasn't a good movie, right? Yeah. No one actually thought saw Jamie Lee Curtis. They just love Jamie Lee Curtis on social media, Right. It felt like it was more than most uh, most wins. It felt like it was awarding the actor, not the Okay, I will say, though, all right, all right. I've been hating on this movie. I get it. I'll move on. I really did like Michelle Yeoh's acceptance speech. I thought her acceptance speech was awesome. And that that really justified the close-up of her face because the, the, the camera was going in there. But I, I loved it. I thought... Like any sort of resentment that I had that Kate Blanchett, the greatest performance of the 21st century, didn't win an Oscar, whatever. Michelle Yeoh at least made it a little better by giving a pretty cool acceptance speech. So I'll, I'll give her that. I, I thought I thought all four acting acting winners had had pretty cool acceptance speeches. Um, I think uh, Brendan Fraser had that. Brendan Fraser had that uh, had that moment where he was so excited he didn't realize he was screaming. Um, I, I think he had st- and and Kwan, they both had that going on. Um, I don't know. I I thought Jamie Lee Curtis's was was pretty cool too, especially shouting out her parents and just the idea that how how am I standing here where they they never did. Um, Do you think Americans? Cool. Know well, but that I mean, we, we got that Guest? with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, that was the it. other thing. Is like what Christopher Guest? <laughs> yeah, she's been married to him forever. I think they were married yeah. when they yeah. when he made Spinal Tap. Well, I'm, I'm saying when uh, Jeff Bridges won his Oscar, like all of his speeches leading up to it were kind of boring. But then he 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 also shouted as his uh, his family, as his dad when he when he won his Oscar, and it was it was super touching. But he it wasn't like, hey, look at me, I'm a, I'm a nepo baby. It was like he's like, hey, dad, uh, look at this. You know, it's like I mean, it was really cool. Well, but he, like he did it, in, he did it in the only Jeff Bridges could do it that way. It's like. Hey, Dad! Look, look at this. It's pretty cool. I got an Oscar. Yeah, but he got choked up because he because he did. Like that was genuine. Yeah. When Jamie Lee Curtis was just like, "Oh yeah, remember my parents were super famous too." 
That's what she. That's what she did the last time she won. What? Okay, can we talk about what? So we're shitting on Jamie Lee Curtis. What is legitimately Jamie Lee Curtis's best performance? Because I have a few nominees. I'm curious to see what you guys think, though. Her best performance, Scream Queens season one. Oh, you have to put lies. that on the list. Fish called Wanda. I would go with My Girl, but I'm biased. Oh, that's a good one too. I think a fish called Wanda probably is like objectively her her greatest role. Trading places, maybe. I've never seen Trading Places. Um, I said my girl because she's supposed to authentically, genuinely fall in love with Dan Aykroyd, and that requires a lot of acting <laughs> talent. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Convincingly. I mean that. Well, that... My, in True Lies, she kind of has a relationship with Bill Paxton. That's all. true. So, Bill Paxton yeah. pees his pants, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean... that's impressive. <laughs> Wish we could like... get that on TV. <laughs> and she plays. She has a strip team. A strip tease in that too. There we go. So, Constellation, you rhyme. This is all <laughs> making a conspiracy theory that Jamie Lee Curtis is the Bill Paxton award winner for this Oscars for worst performance. It all comes full circle. Well, if we're, if we're giving out worst performance, we also have to get it, give out biggest stick man to John Williams for scoring. John every Williams. First. I mean, yes. I mean that joke, yeah. though, just to be clear, he's been scoring forever. <laughs> if you know what I mean. And then I he also was, suggest the next oh, yeah. lap should be between John Williams and James Hong. Yeah. That was a I good also, joke too. You're a great yeah. actor, but a horrible city planner. <laughs> that, that, was city that was a good line. That was gonna be my quote of the day. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't think Hong realized it until like five seconds after he was like, oh, wait a minute, what okay. I see it was a joke. <laughs> I also gotta say, I think John Williams looks great for 91. Absolutely. And James there's Hong no, looks there's great no... for 94. You were right. And Judd Hirsch, I thought, looked pretty good, too. Like, there is no plastic surgery. There's no doctor scene from Burn After Reading. Like, it's not about making a little incision. Like, these guys just are are, are stickmen in their primes. Doing the, They're stickmen legacy award winners. Yes. James Hong. Let, let's, the, 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 stickman Hall of Fame Class of 2023. James Hong, John Williams, and Judd Hirsch. Did you just say James Hung? Yes, he's hung. that's the that's the, the yeah, that's the erotic version. <laughs> but then With you got Simon Austin Rex. Butler, like the range of Austin Butler's like stickman range. Like, I mean, he's got like probably like teen to like what like sixty. Well, he's a, like he's in a committed the, relationship. He's uh, he's dating Cindy Crawford's daughter. Did you guys see it there? Dating Cindy Crawford too. I don't know. No, they're on Instagram. They're th- that's why every that's why it was so shocking that Austin Butler lost because he has a huge Instagram presence and everybody loves him on social media. And Brendan Fraser doesn't really do social media as far as I'm concerned. So that was the one moment that was genuinely shocking in a year where someone got a nomination because of social media and someone won Best Supporting Actress because of social media. How did it not go in the Best Actor category? It was like an aberration. So I, I did have a question about this. Andrea Riseborough, did you remember any of those clips, Zach, that they showed in that clip? Hell no. Yeah, I, I, I that was so. that was like from a different movie, man. What was I watching? <laughs> did you fall asleep halfway through? I did, did. fall asleep. So yeah. that's fair. Was there like a bowling alley in there or something? I don't remember that shit. And like Mark Marin showed up. Like 
What? Oh yeah, you you hardly made it through any of the movies. Then you I made it through character. the scenes where she was with her son in Dallas, and and he was all like, was, "You can get oh, high." Oh, so the beginning of the movie. You can get high, but you can't get drunk, which I ten thought was minutes, interesting. Maybe yeah, ten minutes, fifteen minutes <laughs> well, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and then I think she goes to live with. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The ending's really good. Yeah, the it's, ending it's of Triangle of Sadness is really good too. Yeah, too much shit there for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you really so Triangle of Sadness would rank lower than Elvis for you, Adam? Yeah, you didn't see my my short my short reviews. I did. I've ranked I did them. The, I said that I saw the Elvis review, not the Triangle of Sadness one. The Triangle of Sadness was ten. Elvis okay. was nine. Uh, Woman talking eight. Seven was everything everywhere all at once. Six was Avatar. Five was Ben. Yeah, Banshees. Yeah, four was. One was Top Gun, two was Tar, three was All Quiet, four was the favorite ones. That's all. That's all okay. it was. Yeah, I just think that that's a little unfair to be to to Triangle of Sadness. Like you're right, a lot of that movie was pretty unwatchable and terrible, but part of it was kind of cool. Like I like the end of that movie. Yeah, the, I really liked Polly Daily on, even though I spelled it, <laughs> I said her name wrong in the yeah. in the review. Polly. Well, he, Adam Dolly. said he didn't like. There was only thirty minutes of of Woody Harrelson on a on a microphone. <laughs> Yeah, only thirty <laughs> minutes, really. Come on. Yeah, he was over well, at Intercom the whole time. Didn't quite get your money's worth. I realized that, but there were still other parts of the movie that were were worth it. But no, that I movie understand. was all fun. That was all bad. I'm glad I went home empty-handed. <laughs> like that's just another thing this year screwed up. Like it, it messed up so many things. But like giving Oslin the best director nomination instead of Kaczynski, instead Edward of Berger. And instead of Edward Berger, instead of like name name your poison like that was insane was todd all, nominated? All my boy oliver Hirschman, hirschman whatever his name was <laughs> hermanus oliver hermanus oliver oh, yeah oliver hermanus there you go living home went home empty-handed it did what a it shocker did. i was just going through to try and figure out my uh my list because i have I haven't seen Triangle of Sadness yet, but just on my list. What, what's the... Terry going to give Triangle? See, that's really interesting. I don't know what Terry's going to think of that. I could see him. I think he's going to give it three stars, but like a three stars out of respect. Yeah, three stars is the absolute peak of what he could give it, but it could also be all the way down to one star. But I think it, it's probably it going to settle into three or two and a half. Hey, Terry, luckily it's streaming on Hulu. You don't pay for yes. that shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so one one is Top Gun Maverick, two yeah. is Banshees. Uh, let's see here. Three is All Quiet. Four is Elvis. Five Avatar. Six Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, seven Tar. Eight The Fablemans. Nine Women Talking. Your tar ranking is disturbing. So is your Fableman's ranking. Yeah. You should do. Why don't we do a, pre a preferential ballot for this website? Oh, he. <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry. I didn't mean to upset you so much with that I've Fableman's. Been, I've, been I've been demoted. I I booted him. <clears throat> My wife watched Women Talking this weekend. She she doesn't get it either. She's oh, like, wow. Yeah. She, she goes. I feel talking. really bad, but I just don't understand why people think this is good. <laughs> they weren't librarians. That's probably why. Yeah. 
Uh, Carrie Condon <laughs> is her favorite performance of the year because she's a librarian, by the way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I really wish that Mark Wahlberg would have uh, presented adapted screenplay. He would have probably well, said, he, he should oh, have yeah, only talking. Yeah, yeah. He should have presented it only if it was going to be a tie. Like he, they have to reserve <laughs> him for the next time he can say no BS. It's a tie. <laughs> women talk. Women are talking. No BS. Say hi mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh all right. Well, oh. I think I, I think we've uh we've gone on enough enough tangents here. Really? We've we can't exhausted. go on longer tangents about other bullshit. Who got the oh, I'm sure we the could. most wrong? Who got the most wrong? In That's this a pod? great question. Who got the most wrong in the Oscar challenge? Oh, Let's see. I, was it one of the children? No. <laughs> no it was uh, there was someone who got a three out of twenty-three. Oh. Peter Lang. I think he's a YouTube follower, actually. Yeah, there, there were a couple that that were over well, like nine, and then they they both had Black Panther for uh, for costumes and got their first win. I was like, that yeah. might be the only one. He got he got his three right were Brendan Fraser, Black Panther, and was, Avatar. It, it was Sarah Heck. She she was also like over nine, and then she got Black and Panther she for costumes. She ended up she, with yeah. eleven. Yeah. Then she what were our scores? Our scores. Uh, Adam had 16, Zach had 15, I had 14, Todd had 13. I'm, I'm picking a, I'm picking a review, right? Next deep dive. I gotta get rewarded for that shit. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're already gonna watch the Goonies. That's amazing yeah, that we haven't a, seen it. We yeah. need to get Brian Pruitt on the podcast. Brian? Brian? I guarantee you, Brian Pruitt has seen the Goonies. You get him on for that. Oh, I, I, I guarantee you, he's seen the Goonies. He's definitely seen the Goonies. By get Brian him on for Pruitt. that. Isn't Brian Pruitt the name of the son-in-law and father of the bride? Do I have that wrong? <laughs> no, Brian McKenzie. Okay, Brian. I knew there's a Brian in there somewhere. That was a really quick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was actually that was disturbingly fast. As if they had fast. one brain. Uh, <laughs> they are not the ones in the same room, by the way, people listening. Um, <laughs> Brian McKenzie, a great uh, underrated. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Martin, father of Brian. Yeah, great call. Wow. Yeah, that was that was that was bizarre. I have nothing to go on. I have no idea who Brian Pruitt is or what he looks like. So this well, will just, be interesting. I, I need more details, Terry. Like, where would I, we? See I him? don't. He, he could be. Know. He could be like the the editor of Everything Everywhere. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think he's that or, good looking. Or he could be uh, he could be the the guy from the Irish Goodbye. I don't know. I, I still hold to the fact that the editor from Everything Everywhere looks a lot like Army Hammer, and no one's mentioning this. It could, it, it could be it could be Army Hammer. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be a Truman Capote situation where or not not Truman Capote the uh, the other one the the other knows? Truman Capote now the Brian Cranston character. Trumbo. 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 There you go. Dalton Trumbo. <laughs> Not Truman <Shuma> <laughs> A blacklisted uh, guy that is going by a pseudonym? Yes. Is that what you're going for? Is that Daniel that's, Craig that's in the bathtub? I screwed up the joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the year we had John Cusack uh, participating in the Oscar challenge? Oh, yeah. Did yeah. We have, didn't we have Alicia Mul- Malone? Alicia Malone did it one year. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Or was it actually her? And I think that's funny. I think we had Gordon no, Bombay. What? The coach of the Mighty Ducks. No one, no one would. Yeah, but yeah, but see, no one would like. No one would name check like Alicia Malone as the. But but see, that's the genius of it. That's the genius of it. (laughs) No one would think 
because their knowledge of movies is like Adam's knowledge, apparently, of Father of the Bride. It's so uncanny that they just know that we would never question that. Yeah, man. He makes How can Steve we Martin makes his it? shoes. He manufactures shoes in that movie. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Really? I love that movie. That sounds Steve really, Divett. That sounds really correct. Like, I'm sure you're right. I just I would have never remembered that he, he it, it is something really banal like that. They got swans in their bathtub. Yeah, it's it's great. Franck is Martin Short's character. Let's go. Franck. Anyway. Yeah. That's, wow. Okay, Martin. That's the most that movie has ever been talked about on this podcast. Anyway. Also, Alicia Malone could have been in the bear suit too. Probably. I think she's possible. possible. Or whoever Rich is who took our just Rich. Challenge. He's rich. Just as rich. So it says here. Oh, Rich! Rich is a pitcher off my softball team. Oh no! Nice. Oh yeah. Is that the guy that moved to New Hampshire? No, no. Oh, no, we don't Nick. care. Yeah. Okay. We He's care. in our fantasy football league. No, <laughs> no. Rich is Rich is the pitcher on the softball team. Shout out to Rich. Shout oh, out, Rich. Right. Oh, Rich, you didn't win. Sorry. He got eight out of twenty-three. Yeah, I do better. Crappy, but is Brian Pruitt on your softball team? No. No, he like I said, he was a pitcher in the like the early. Yeah, he said he, the played, he played baseball <laughs> for the Royals. <laughs> no, I Terry said he was a baseball player. Brett yeah, Doze did it. Brett Doze, shout out to Brett Doze. Yeah, Brett Doze participated. Participated. Yeah, he won one year. He got. He, he got. Did. He tied for third. Brett's one oh, of my yeah. students. He learned everything from me. Can you believe that someone sat in a class with me teaching? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have. He didn't have high marks when he. I had him on the podcast when I asked him about you. He didn't have high marks on your teaching style, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> no, no, he was. So, he was a uh, good conversation. He according cool to Facebook, Brian Prude and I have 15 mutual friends. Like I thought this was a joke you. for a long time. But no, I, he, this is this is legit. So what's frightening about this? I'm like having a you know Anthony Hopkins and the father moment. Like, did this really happen, or am I losing my memory? <laughs> Best like, part is like seven is people are watching us talk about Brian Pruitt. <laughs> <laughs> that was like plus fifteen hundred. The Brian Pruitt's name would be brought up. I would cash uh, that in. Yeah. Jeff Melton. Oh, John and what's curious Fred about it is that he never did an Oscar challenge prior to this year. That's the real curious thing. Like what this year, I know, I know Busted everything everywhere is the greatest movie of all time, but is that really what prompted him to do our stupid Oscar bet? Well, let's, let's see what he lost on. He lost Austin Butler. He lost Angela Bassett. He lost Banshee for screenplay. He lost Avatar for production. I production. Think. Yeah, and then he lost a score for Babylon, and that was all he that missed. That was it. That wow. was it. He guessed the shorts. That I think that was Concordia brain of his. You know that might be Kyle Heck just as a second ballot. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a great. Theory. I mean, if he just had a second ballot, he would name it after his daughter. He wouldn't pick some <laughs> random guy we went to college with. But that's Wasn't his daughter on here? Thing. No. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah his daughter. His that. daughter well, got a six out of even, twenty-three. Yeah, his daughter and his wife are on. Here. I like. I like the junior league of the almost sideways contest. <laughs> we got. We got Terry's kids, Adam's kids. We got Kyle Heck's kids. Who else? What other kids can we get? Can we get uh, Cassie's kids? I have two kids? kids. So at one point, when let's get baby Serena's kids pick. on here. Is is there Holly Warmbier related to somebody you went to school with? Yo, no, she yeah, we went to we school, went with, to her, school yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like well. it was a teacher, right? Robert. Well, uh, Chardello. No, Holly. Uh, Holly uh, married, married a Warmbier. My roommate, Matthew Warmbier, yeah. Spud. Yeah, Shout now she's the principal at Life Christian, Todd. Yeah. 
Holly yeah. is? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's the principal okay. at <laughs> principal at the rival high school that of uh Not that knows what that school is. But... I just find it fascinating that she's a principal. Yep, that's, she's a principal. That's, that's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Holly. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure that everyone's right. listening. This has gotten completely ridiculous. It has. Well, hey, hey, Adam. Adam, how excited are you to start the sideshow back up in a few weeks? Because Barry's yeah. last season Barry, is starting up. Oh, God. We need to get him on the, the sideshow. Absolutely. Yeah, you delayed your Breaking Bad one long enough, I guess. Well, Barry just got announced, so. Yeah. We, we were um, thinking of starting it up once uh, once we got through award season. And pretty stuff. excited for getting back onto, like, a like normal po- podcasting stuff with the sideshow. This week's going to be pretty cool. I have Gory B movie on. We're talking about Leprechaun on Daily Notes and because it's St. Patrick's Day. Going uh, into the Warwick Davis movie. And I also got invited the last minute to present at the Ah uh, Scares Award as well. So I presented an award tonight at for the best movie death at their award show that happened while we're at the Oscars. So and pretty distracted cool. us from watching the show for a while. Which yeah. Was awesome. <laughs> their award show was pretty cool. Talking about the best movies in horror. So yeah. So so uh so did uh did yeah. the same move did the same movie death win no uh, hell no when there is one for us. Was ours no, better? No, they had ten nominations. Ten nominations, and none of the same nominations. They're all strictly. What was our movie death? Did Bad Our winner, Pete Davidson oh. for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, that is the uh, best. Their one. best movie one. death was a, a kill and Terrifier two. Oh, uh, it was definitely seen. deserving. I guess hey, the was... only one that was on our list that could have been on theirs would have been the Violent Night death. Yeah, it wasn't nominated. Uh, it should have been. What about Death guys, by Chimney is always best. John really, Leguizamo did win though for their award show for the menu. Ah, uh, yeah. I really feel disappointed that character. we didn't have an updated greatest moment in movie history. That the Flash entering the Speed Force is still number one. <laughs> apparently, I was hoping yeah. for some sort of revised preferential voting on that, but I guess, I guess when it's the greatest of all time, it can't change, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> All right. Do, do we do well, quote of the day at least? If we have any left, we can we can do uh, we can do quote of the day. Zach, since you're eager, you can start. All right. I I had this quote picked out for a long time. It's from the character Brian McKenzie in Father of the Bride. He says, <laughs> "I just want to say I'm an upstanding citizen. I've been I've never been engaged before. I've never really been in love with b- before. But I love your daughter, and the feelings I have for her are never going to change. I'm going to stay." Shout out to Brian McKenzie. Wasn't that a singer? Brian McKenzie? It's Brian McKnight, you moron. Brian McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian McKnight was a cornerback for the Jets, wasn't he? No. Joe McKnight was a running back for the Jets. <laughs> uh, my quote of the day would be, uh, Zach's impersonation of John Malkovich in Burn After Reading. Hello! <laughs> I think that's Terry's line. Well, that's your no, line. Yeah. No, Zach, you're the one that said it. I'm just the Hello. one that keeps saying it to make Adam laugh. <laughs> I really don't understand. It is a great, it, it is a great line because he's, he's talking to him on the phone already. We've already established that they that they're talking. He doesn't need to say hello. Uh, 
Because of that one deep dive, Burn After Reading is going to completely sweep that award show we're going yeah. to do. Yeah, it's, it's the everything That's So the reason why I laugh so hard is because editing that review, making that super cut, <laughs> oh my god, that super cut is always going to be haunted in my brain. It's going to be forever. Yeah. You, you oh, even missed some cool. of our best moments of impersonating. But, know, before yeah. we well, that's what happens. I only got like a minute to do it, but still. Oh, hello. All right, Todd, <laughs> what's your quote of the day? Uh, my quote is going to come from the movie that we're going to be doing a deep dive of next week. It is yeah, National Security. Zero it is, uh, Which is what I feel like after Banshee's got swept, and that's a uh, sad day in Caucasian history. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> the best wow. part is, have they even seen it yet? <laughs> so they have no idea. <laughs> Terry, I don't care what your quote of the day is. In it there. In it, yeah, yeah. In it right there. I, I was just going to say, this. We, we've gone long enough. My quote of the day was going to come from the trailer for Sergeant Bilko. You woke me up for reverie. And that's how I'm going to feel tomorrow morning. So, uh... <laughs> Go Especially watch after the time change. This is going to suck. Uh, it's going to suck worse for Zach. Didn't we already uh, have a time change? Yeah. 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 24 hours ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I tomorrow morning is going to be the first morning I actually have to wake up early. Oh, I, I know. I'm on spring break. Oh, um, you suck. Am I the only suckers. one that has to work tomorrow? I got to work tomorrow. Oh, Adam's got to work tomorrow. Oh, we hate 470, boys. We hit hey! 470. There we go. It was that quote. Adam. It was the quote, Caucasians represent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's all shout that. Let's get subscribers that way. That's great. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for our post-Oscars recap. Uh, yeah, like we said, this is a pretty fun ceremony, even though we're not a huge fan of the one that ended up sweeping most of the stuff. It was still a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back at you next week again deep dive of national security and a review of i don't know something coming out and we I haven't have figured that out yet and the leprechaun ranking coming out for daily there you so. go and uh as soon as barry's back on mid-april you'll have uh, the sideshow back up and running too we'll watch the goonies at some point probably all right check out the almost sideways awards it's on uh it's on our website i think we scary. did it we did such a better job than the uh than the oscars did Mm-hmm. the other categories well not director i thought was fine edward Berger is a good pick um most nicholas cage performance i think that's that's probably the category the oscars really need to add in but uh anyways we'll see you next week until then have fun watching movies and we'll catch you on the flip side cocaine bear is the most nicholas cage performance of the oscars that you know what that that will be that might have to win the award next year yeah might yeah. have to all right. Big dick energy. Despite your crass behavior, I'm glad we were able to do this together.